things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves. And the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. This is an interactive podcast. Each episode has a prompt and a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to your best friend, or answer on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Welcome to this episode of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. Today, we are going to get back to some basics, a very simple prompt that I've been using as a touchstone for a few years now. Before we get to that, though, I do just want to remind you that we have a new Facebook group for the show, a new private space, and by private, I just mean that it's a private Facebook group. Please always be mindful of what you put out on the internet, but it is a place that provides space for conversation around the topics on this show without requiring you to post on your personal social media. Reminder that my main goal with the questions and the prompts on 10 Things to Tell You is for you to start better conversations, online or off, but I also understand that some of you want to be able to engage with the prompts with other listeners of the show, and so now there is a 10 Things to Tell You connection group on Facebook. I will link to it in the show description and in the show notes, and I hope that you will join us over there. Okay, now to today's topic. What would you tell you to do? I know this sort of seems like personhood 101, but asking myself this question has been such a source of insight for me in the last, I'd say, five-ish years, I guess. It started when I posted in a Facebook group that I was in with friends a small group, very dear friends, and I was asking for opinions on something blog-related, I'm pretty sure. It was businessy. It was not particularly a personal question, as I recall, but it was something that I was really spinning out on, like a pretty big question, like, should I close my blog? Should I change the name of my blog? And I had all of these extenuating circumstances. Like, I had a whole rabbit trail of pro and con lists. Like if I did this, it would mean this. If I went this other direction, it means I would have to change this other thing. I mean, you know how it is. You have decisions like this for sure all the time. We all do. Even if it's as simple as like, who do I invite to this party? If I invite this person, then I have to invite this person. If I don't invite this person, these other people will feel weird, you know, whatever. Or a big question like, do I quit my job or not? Here are the reasons why or why not. And when we get into these kind of quandaries, where there is no clear answer, where there are multiple valid ways 
to look at something. It is just so easy to get stuck. And what's one way to handle getting stuck? Well, we seek outside counsel, of course. I mean, that's what I do. I actually have a habit, good or bad, I have a habit of laying out my problem or situation to a variety of people. And then when they start talking, when they start answering the question or giving their opinion, I usually know within seconds if I resonate with what they're saying or I don't. Like I often can make a decision when I hear someone say something and then I immediately think, no, well, that's not right. For example, if I wanted to paint a room green or white and I had very valid reasons for why I should go with a bright color or why I should go neutral, and I really am seeing both sides of the decision And then when I ask someone for their opinion and they start talking about the benefits of a bright white room and how beautiful it is to have a light, airy canvas, then I might think to myself, oh no, yeah, I really want to make a statement here. I really want to go green. But it's almost like I didn't know what I wanted until the other person started in on it. And then suddenly I can see clearly that I did have a preference all along But my decision was clouded by the idea of both things being equal. It was clouded by the facts of the thing instead of like what I felt like was the right thing. So this can work both ways, by the way. I'm not always a contrarian when I seek outside counsel. It can also happen that when someone starts to give their opinion on the situation, I will think, yes, that's it. You cut through the fog. That is what I want to do. So either way, it's really just about getting an outside person to reflect back the dilemma in a way that makes you understand better what it is you really want. And it is wonderful when we have those people who we can trust with that stuff, whether it's choosing a paint color or choosing something more significant. Now make sure, as a side note, that you're not asking people for their opinion when their taste or their moral compass doesn't align with yours. Again, it's a simple concept, but I have messed this up before. Don't ask someone the opinion of your outfit if you don't like the way they dress. Don't ask a friend for parenting advice If you don't approach parenting the same way, it's going to frustrate you both and it's going to confuse you further if you're trying to make a decision that matters to you. I have been slow to learn this one. I sometimes mix up if I respect someone with being in alignment with them. So I might really respect the way that someone decorates their home. I can see that it is cozy and well done and beautiful. But since my style is bold and more is more, I shouldn't ask that friend for advice on paint colors. We are not going to see our living rooms the same way. So if you're seeking outside counsel for some reason, be mindful of who you're asking for advice. Don't just go to someone you like or someone who appears to be 
a good decision maker in general, go to someone who really gets where you are coming from. So that was sort of kind of a tangent, but it was a really important one because I have gotten this wrong and it has cost me time because I have to go back and remake that decision. It has cost me money. And honestly, it has cost me self-esteem when I've relied on someone else's brain and instinct instead of on my own. Now, this doesn't mean that there aren't people who know better than you do about things because there are people who know better than you do about some things, like at everything, probably. I am not an expert. There's a lot of people who know a lot more than I do about stuff. But know the difference between seeking wise counsel about something that you actually don't know about, that you actually need help with, and seeking an opinion on a decision when you're stuck. And speaking of people who know better than you do about stuff, let me tell you about this episode's sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. Skillshare has thousands of classes via video on their website, classes you can take at your own pace and on all kinds of topics. Make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with Skillshare's online classes. They have so many classes to improve a skill or learn a new hobby, everything from arts to business. As I've been growing this podcast, I've been watching some of their marketing classes. They have so many about social media strategy and branding, and on my list is a 40-minute presentation from Gary Vaynerchuk, a marketing guru that I have followed forever. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Skillshare has a user-friendly interface and tons of topics that I am genuinely interested in. There is a special offer for 10 Things to Tell You listeners. You can get two months of free premium membership, unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash you. That's Y-O-U. Two months for free if you sign up using Skillshare.com slash you. This is the perfect time to start learning something new. Remember the code is Y-O-U. Skillshare.com slash Y-O-U. Okay, back to the topic at hand and to the question I posed in my friend group years ago about some sort of blogging business decision. There was a whole thread about whatever it was that I was asking. People were answering with their opinions. They were helping me weigh the pros and cons. They were asking thoughtful questions back to make me think through whatever I should do. And then one voice cut through the noise. My friend, Megan Cobb, who was an old school blogger with me back in the day, she has tons of personal wisdom. I'm so lucky to be her friend. She asked in the thread, what would you tell you to do? And you guys, I know that it is so, so simple, but it almost made me gasp. I mean, on the one hand, I thought, well, I don't know what I would tell myself to do. That is why I'm asking you what I should do. But on the other hand, it went straight to my core because I did have an answer when I looked at it that way. Because you see, in real life, well, also kind of on this show, but especially in real life, I am super bossy. In my friend groups, I'm sort of known for being like the know-it-all. 
I can tell you so fast what to do with your life, your head will spin. I have lots of opinions on other people's decisions, lots. I personally don't think that I'm a total blowhard. I'd like to think that I can see things clearly a lot of times. Now, maybe that's not true at all, but it is how I feel in my mind. I often feel a lot of clarity around what the right thing to do is, and I mostly feel clear for other people. (laughs) No, just kidding. I felt mostly that same kind of clarity in my own life for many, many years, probably the first 30 years of my life. I was really pretty clear on most things, most of my big life decisions. And then, you know, I don't know, this seems like a whole different topic, but somewhere along the way in my 30s, I lost some of my certainty. And a lot of that is probably good. Some of that was tied to growth and maturity. Life is not black and white. Decisions are not always right or wrong. But I was a full-blown adult before I really started letting in the gray. And gray areas are really scary. Life is easier when things are black and white. When you start to see the gray in your life and in others' lives, it can be really hard. And I can see now that becoming lost in my decision-making for a few years, it also brought me more compassion for others. It brought me significantly less self-righteousness in all areas, but it also led me to second guess my own instincts, my own opinions, and that was scary for me for a while. I just didn't trust myself totally. There's a lot here that I'm leaving out, not on purpose, but just for the sake of brevity as you're thinking through this question for yourself, but there are lots of factors that led to me living in an uncomfortable gray area in my life. I'm talking about postpartum. I'm talking about mental health and anxiety. I'm talking about the state of our country's political and cultural scene. I mean, a vast chunk of my 30s was about the complete breakdown of what I believed and why. And so when my friend Megan Cobb said to me, what would you tell you to do? It snapped me back into remembering that I am my own best decision maker. I hold the power and it is good. And if I can get outside of myself and my own mind swirls around doing the right thing, around being a good person, getting something exactly right and making it look effortless, if I can stand outside of that and pretend that a friend is posing a question to me, a dilemma to me, I can see it so much more clearly. I can see what the right thing to do is, even if I don't want to do it, when I ask myself, what would you tell you to do? Sometimes I realize that the only reason this has become a dilemma for me is because I don't want to do the right thing. I'm talking myself out of it with other arguments. I'm justifying not doing the right thing with all of my pros and cons about this or that. And the real me, pretending to be not me, can see right away what the right decision is here. 
Now, it's not always a moral judgment call. Sometimes it's something entirely neutral, again, like the paint color for the wall. And still, still, if I ask myself, what would you tell you to do? And I have a brief imaginary conversation, pretending that it's a friend who is asking this question. It becomes so much clearer to me. I would say, Laura, you like bold colors. You are going to be bored with the white. Go with the bold. You can go back to white anytime you want. This is not a permanent decision. Stop spinning out. Now, since I know that that's the kind of thing that I would say to a friend, exactly, I know then that it comes from my truest place. You guys, I know that this is really, really basic. I know. And also, I still have to do this exercise with myself at least once a week on big and small things. I have to get out of my own head. I have to pretend that I'm a friend in order to make a decision. So even though it's simple, I wanted to tell you about it, about this question you can ask yourself, because I cannot be the only one with analysis paralysis. We make thousands of decisions a day, literally thousands of decisions a day, and sometimes we get stuck. And even though I am a big fan of seeking outside counsel and wisdom, sometimes that is just not what you need. It's unhelpful. And yet it's not a soul situation either. Your intuition is not carrying you too far in whatever this decision is. And so I want to give you one more tool in your belt for when you're stuck or overwhelmed. What would you tell you to do? I'd love to hear from you guys on this topic. I hope it wasn't convoluted in this explanation for such a simple exercise, but sometimes we just need a simple direction, a simple directive Tell me when this has worked for you or how you could see it working for you. The show is at 10 Things to Tell You on both Instagram and Facebook. Then, of course, there's the new Facebook group called 10 Things to Tell You Connection Group. What would you tell you to do? Think about it this week. Apply it when you're stuck. Now go share something. and you've just listened to the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. You can find the show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. Remember, this is an interactive podcast. I have 10 things to tell you and you have 10 things to tell. So take this topic to your journal or a friend or post on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. These episodes are meant to bring connection with others and ourselves and spark better conversations. Thanks for listening. Now go share something.